Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Okay. Cool. Good to go? Yes. Good. Ready? Hi. Hello. And welcome to Boobies. Boobies. That's right. Mm-hmm. We're your host. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Joshua. And we're here to whisper about some more scary things in your ears. We are. Or we're yell. A little bit. Maybe no yelling yes. for me. Also, I disclosure, I was at a wedding yesterday. I was running around with children. Oh, yeah. I saw and there I was, lots of kids. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And I love kids, so I just play with them. And then, but like... It turned into way more than I bargained for. Yeah. Um, but I there was, was like, like seven. Th- th- no, that was just what was caught in that video you saw. Oh. Um, there was a mass of children chasing me around <laughs> for about an hour and a half. <laughs> and I was chasing them back and I kept being like, rawr, rawr. <laughs> so like my whole like throat is like it's even coarse so from it. Yeah. <clears throat> so I might be doing <clears throat> this a lot. And but thankfully I've got my hot water here. Good. And I got regular water. Yay. Super excited. Mm, <laughs> take that back. Not super excited about what we're covering today in the sense of like <laughs> enjoyment, but excited because I mean I still like the franchise, I guess, or the, yeah. the concept. Yeah. But we're definitely gonna get into Sinister Two today. Sinister Two. Yes. Directed by Siren Foy. Is that how you say the name? I I wouldn't know, but I think that's like, I I believe so. Okay. I would read the same, read it the same way. Because I would, otherwise I would think Syrian, but there's no I-A in at the end. It's Mm -hmm. C-I-A-R-A-N-F-O-Y. Syrian? Karen? 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 Maybe Syrian. Kieran? I don't know. I don't know. It depends. Does the C make the K or the S sound? Um, but yeah, it came out, uh, what 2015. year? 2015. Is that's what right. Three years. Yeah. Three years so. after the original Sinister, which did pretty well, if yeah. I remember correctly. And so that's why I'm sure they were like, we got to make more money. Got to do another Let's one. Let's do it. And I mean, it is a franchise, like it leads it. So there's so many possibilities to. Even if they're for them to make like a third one. Because clear. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. clearly this is something that as we find out from this one has spanned 
mm-hmm. multiple generations and time like yeah it, it's just like, been a what about a prequel like something that like to see like a 1960-something, mm-hmm. or like one of those murders or something like that from one of the films that we got to see throughout these Oh, yeah, movies. like the haunting like that more, happened to one of those families. Or more in detail, yeah. you know? Yeah. Or even if they went all the way back to Babylonian like... Babylonian times. Yeah, mm-hmm. That'd something be cool. super early, 1700s or like something how in Sweden. Like, because use media? Or, or was it Rome? No, it was like Swedish, right? The, yeah. the translations uh, the translator, that we get The later. ham radio? Yeah, and the hand radio. Norwegian. Norwegian. They were Norwegian. Okay, that's right. Yeah, um, it's been a few days now since no, I watched. This. Yeah, I watched <laughs> it on Friday. I think with Robert. That's I watched it on Friday night. Oh, and when <laughs> craziest thing happened whenever we were watching this, and it was right towards the end. So there was like only fifteen minutes left. Um, but I mean, I did watch the end. No, um, his entire complex, like the fire alarm started going off, and we were Uh-oh. like, "That's really weird." So we're like. And of course, literally the first thing that we want to do is like, turn it all off, turn it off. And yeah. we're just like dismantling it <laughs> because it's not like one of the little regular round ones uh-huh. that you see, um, like a smoke detector. It was like one that's like, like a school alarm kind of thing. Oh, God. So it's like connected throughout all, like the, all every single building has one. So then we like turn it off and we're like. And we can hear like all these rings, like, and we're like, oh shit. So we go us. outside, yeah. And literally, there's people out there, like, everyone's getting out of their apartments because we're all like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. And the fire truck is coming, yeah. Oh, God. We were all looking for fire, thankfully. And it, um, I mean, unless it's still happening right now and it's a small blaze, um, <laughs> it, it could have been electrical. Yeah. So it, something got um, switched up or off or whatever, and literally, probably for like three hours. Those alarms were going off. They couldn't. It was it was so late because it was almost like a midnight that like. Oh, I would be pissed. Yeah. And people were like, people were pissed and people were like, what are we supposed to fucking do? And I then can't sleep they in cu- this. And they couldn't find, they couldn't get the property owners, managers. They couldn't get a hold of a fire like a uh, technician or something like that because oh, it was like something was wrong. And literally we were like back in and out like everybody's talking to each other one girl even walked back walked by robert's apartment and then we went back out she was like it kind of sounds quiet there um did y'all find a way to like turn it off uh-huh. <laughs> we're like um okay don't tell nobody but we did we did and so i tried to go into hers to like try to yeah but um we fixed it it's all back together Good. it's all fine um but yeah glad no, no one was dead yeah yeah but no th- that was a wild night actually um Speaking of fire. And it fire, had to be so fucking freezing, too. You were all out there oh, so right. cold. Oh, right. Yeah, it was yeah. so cold that night. Um, yeah, that cold front was Speaking wild. of fires. But great segue. We start with a, a fire. creepy scarecrow crucifix family being mm-hmm. burnt. Uh, on, yeah. Yeah, just like like a witch would be, maybe, or like Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, uh, But he wasn't burnt, yeah. Yeah, they have the potato sacks like mm-hmm. they, over their heads. Mm-hmm. And they are up on these crosses or kind of like, I mean, it is a farm. So just kind of how like a scarecrow typically is, you know, they're also in a cross like yeah. shape. Um, and and their their hands are nailed or not nailed. Their arms are tied, tied to it. Yeah. Yes. And so very, it gives me more scarecrow than, yeah, than any kind of like yeah. religious iconography. But then, uh, yeah, we're watching them like burn up and then it's on that like same Super 8 kind of. I believe this is 16 Footage. millimeter. 16. They switched it from Super 8 to 16. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. 16. In the, and in the third movie, they're going to turn it to 32 millimeter. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's got that same vibe. So very much as 
the first movie with those like the home style type of videos mm-hmm. a home recording and um, but this one was a dream this was a dream yes it Being wasn't even real implanted mm-hmm. in his mind as we later find out mm-hmm. and uh who are we talking about we're, we're talking about uh mr dylan dylan mm-hmm. yes i was like i know it took me through half the movie <laughs> um because tell me if they weren't twins right they were twins. They were. Uh-huh. Okay, gotcha. Like fraternal though, because yeah, they did not, not look identical. <laughs> okay. But they were That's but a really at one point she kind of, says like as his big brother or something. Or maybe, maybe she the, just said as his brother. Maybe it was just I don't know. It says it, twins in the like the synopsis and mm-hmm. all that plots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, that's what I also because that's what I read. But I was confused because looking at them, I'm like they don't look alike. No. And I mean. I get it. There are fraternal twins and not every like twin is going to look like their other twin. But I was just like, what? This is throwing me off. I'm confused. Yeah. Anyways, I I digress. We wake up because Dylan wakes up with Mm -hmm. this nightmare and already he starts. He's he's very scared and he looks across and he's hearing noises from his closet because his clothes are kind of like in the hangers shifting Mm -hmm. a little bit. Which is very creepy. And very creepy. Of course, Um, everyone is afraid of their closet as a child and and it is more like an arm, yeah, like armoire wardrobe like, kind of thing. But it's still like when there's a terrifying. monster and you see like you're in the night, like your sweater is making like this really spooky, mm-hmm. like Babadook looking type of you know figure. Yeah. Um. But no, because like not even five minutes in this film, we already get Bagul. Yep. Boogie slowly emerges yeah, from behind the he, clothes, and he just sees his face. Like, ah! It's very scary. Um. Very scary in the sense of like if I was in his position, that'd be scary. But also, I just I mean, granted, we've already been introduced to Bagul. I just felt like it was like, oh, damn. Okay. Like, like we're, oh, we're th- doing this just, already. Yeah. Like, this is. You do see a lot more Bagul. Oh, you do. So much like more. Like, physical. I don't think I liked that as I much. I didn't like it. No. Because I, I liked how they showed him in the first one in the film. Mm-hmm. Like, in the different He was in the bushes. Movies. Yeah. He was, like, very, like, not the center of attention. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, they put him front, front center. center. Yeah. Very much so. And Milo wasn't. <laughs> Like, I, I didn't know. like any of the kids. Yeah. I didn't like the little red like, head looked like he was trying way too hard. Yeah. And then uh. I just and a lot <laughs> of it. It's also like in the first movie. And it's so and maybe this is so they did this on purpose. I'm sure because the first movie is so dark. Mm-hmm. Everything happens at night. You're like for the most part in one fucking office room where he and he never turns on fucking lights in his yeah. house. So it's always dark. Know how to use a lamp. And this one, there is so much light. In this film, they're yeah. during the daytime. They're like having these interactions with the ghost children, and then like even in the that the basement, like it's not dark at all. It's very lit. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, for me, it kind of took me out of the experience because I one the 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 kid acting was not good. Yeah, <laughs> all the children's acting was not good. Mm-hmm. It all felt very forced and like just like they literally showed up and were just like I'm gonna say some lines. Yeah, okay, bye. Um, I gotta go to school. Um, and so, yeah, it just, when you always say like, I'd rather be left more in the dark and the mystery, like, as opposed to just getting something. So, cause even Face their value and even their makeup, like, I don't was it even like real applied makeup or was it just like, it was all CGI makeup. Yeah. I feel like they added it on after the fact. Mm-hmm. It just didn't work. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was not as big of a fan. And the kids, like, I know that in the first one, you know, I she, like, didn't like Stephanie's face or whatever, mm-hmm. but I still liked how the kids looked like their life had been like drained from them. As opposed to these looking more like zombies. Yeah. They looked very normal until Uh the end Mm -hmm. when they start turning like scary Mm -hmm. looking. 
And yeah. then it was way overdone. Yeah. Cause it was like CGI, like you said. And I just, you could just tell the fakeness of wasn't it. Wasn't as big of a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely, I wasn't sure. I was pretty sure I had watched Sinister 2, but I wasn't 1000% certain that I actually had. Um, but What's then the verdict? When I, once I watched it, I was like, Oh, oh yeah, I've seen this. this yeah. is this. You movie. remember how this happens. Yeah. yeah same for me. Cause I only watched it once too. Yeah. And because I was like, I love Sinister 1. I'm going to love Sinister 2. Mm. Not quite as good. Wait, did I now eat my own words. Was so beautiful. Oh with yeah, a, I would buy a house with a church barn thing next on it. to it. Yeah, hell I don't yeah. Know. I would never. It's too much uh, church. Too much trauma. Yeah. <laughs> too much church trauma. For yeah, me. no. I was thinking about. I don't know why. The other day, I was thinking about like, man, what if I just bought like an old giant church and then you know made it into. Like, you know how the Waco High Loss? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because there's that one right really behind cool. that Valero on mm-hmm. First Street next to Ute Parks. Um, or that 7-Eleven, rather. And yeah, that one's super cool. And I was like, damn, that would be a real pretty like mm-hmm. place to live. And Just then I imagine. was like, oh, but there's a lot of demons probably there. A lot of stuff. Probably. Once you take away the religious iconography, it's probably going to be like. Well, anything religious. Different. It's like it's anything religious. Like even if it's godly, quote unquote, because. If you think to like religion, like spirits, devil, demons, like they're always after mm-hmm. religious stuff because yeah. it's like it's at, we're at war, you know. So of course they're, they're going to congregate there. Yeah, of course they're going to be present. Um, but after we see Milo sitting right next to um, Dylan in this very pop up scare, right next to him, yeah, yeah, we get a title card, Sinister Two, Sinister Two, which I didn't mind that Sinister Two. That was fine. That mm-hmm. little intro was mm-hmm. that was okay. Um, but the, yeah, the pop-up scare, yeah. the jump scare was kind of cheap. And this one, this movie is definitely a lot shorter than the first one. The first one was almost a two hour runtime or a little mm-hmm. over. And then this one's a one thirty, like on the dot that says one thirty seven, but literally the credits start at like one thirty point twenty seconds in. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So very, very quick movie. Yeah. And so after the title, we do, um, really get into it already. We're bringing back a recurring character, Mr. Deputy so-and-so. Deputy so-and-so. Which... Still don't know his Still, real name. No, we never do. He never even mentioned like whenever even she's like, I'm Wendy. I forget her name. Yeah. Um, he doesn't be like, Oh, I'm sorry, I am. It just he just never is like, This is my name. <laughs> um, but he we get um him coming out of a car. Um, he's going to confessional. Yeah. And he's talking to the priest and he's like, Um, this is all like legal, right? Like I if I tell you this, it's like a lawyer, you can't tell anybody, it's confidential. He's like, well, and he's, don't tell me nothing I don't want to hear. Like he he says, Don't tell me something I can't unhear. Yeah. And I was like, Well, what the f- is a confessional about like what's the point? <laughs> exactly. I like how uh so and so also said at one point, because he was the priest said, have you ever gone to confessional? And he said, I don't know. I may have like accidentally had one sacrament, like yeah. have made one sacrament by accident. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was like, that's so funny and fitting for him. Deputy so-and-so is like, even in this one, like, cause he was kind of the, he's a Dewey. Yeah. That's what it very much is. Mm-hmm. He is Dewey from scream. Like he, he is Dewey. kind of like that person that you feel like, is a little like inept, but clumsy. Yeah, clumsy. But like, I mean, honestly, he's getting. I mean, he does. He's kinda, get he shit gets shit done. done. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's been. I mean, burning houses. Exactly. Down. We're we're burning. <laughs> uh, we're burning houses. He's doing all these things to try to stop Bagul. Yeah. Because now that he's like fully found out like why it's happening, especially with the Oswalds from the first movie, and Ellison passing away with his whole family, like he's just like I, nobody else can like 
this i need be to harmed this. Yeah. yeah and um as he's talking with the priest, the priest also hella sassy to him. Oh, yeah. Kinda. I was like, I love this. But I think tells, I said this guy is weird in my notes. I oh. like, this priest guy is weird. Yeah, I said, he's sassy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the priest tells him, like, you don't stop evil. You can only protect yourself yeah, from that's it. that's right. So basically, we kind of get an ultimatum right there of this isn't going to end. never going to end. This can't end. Yeah. yeah. He's basically saying, like, get out. Like, mm-hmm. you did what you did. Now, leave it. But honestly, as we find out later, like, it's not that easy to leave behind he's now a target of a goal yeah um but we and now i remember why i'm like this guy is weird we transitioned it wasn't the priest we transitioned uh, into uh-huh the supermarket because oh, now yes. we're following our uh, i would say pro- protagonists i don't know yeah Damsel Dylan in distress. And, Zach, and then mom their mom and they're shopping the boys are running around the supermarket like they ain't got no home training they're being little shits leaving their guns they're playing with on the cereal aisle yeah which you know didn't you didn't find it there and then she's like telling them to get cereal one each and they come with like four boxes and they're yeah. like why can't we get four Please, i'm like man. because who the fuck needs four boxes of cereal at one time true but if you're eating i mean well kids i feel like we went through cereal pretty fast when i was a kid mm. and then there's some I've days, never, we've never been like a cereal family i've never like ate uh, a lot of cereal yeah i i kind of did do you have cereal in your house right now yeah i have raisin bran mm. Wait, i don't raisin eat it all bran. the time yeah i like raisin bran mm. it's yummy Oh, really? I never, it's, you like raisins? Yeah. That makes sense. I love raisins. mm, I haven't had a raisin in a really long time. What I really want in this world is the salted raisins from Trail Mix. Just in all of them? No other thing? No Trail Mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want the the salted salted raisins. And I've tried to find, I've looked on Amazon Uh, before. And they don't have them? Not, you'd think. Not quite like what I want. It's like an off brand or something. Yeah. Oh, I love, I do love raisins. Uh, I love most dried fruits. Mm. But anyways. There's some days where I just want to like heap in bowl of cereal though, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll have like honey nut Cheerios my, and then I'll pour like a giant ass bowl. My my top. I'll go through phases. I love the sugary cereal, so like yeah. my favorites are cinnamon toast crunch, cinnamon toast crunch, Yo. Captain Crunch, and maybe like a Reese's Pieces. They're mm. the Reese's Puffs. My bad. Reese's Puffs. Oh, Reese's Puffs. Mm, but Lucky Charms are really fucking good too. See, growing up, Special K was my favorite. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> you like all the healthy ones. I did. <laughs> She's like wheats, mini wheats. I loved mini well, wheats are I good. Love, the salts, the frosted, fro- mini salted mini wheats. Oh, for frosted ones, yes, those are good. Because they would like literally yeah. like dissolve into your mouth and like you just feel all the little threads of wheat. You have to eat it fast. fast. Though, before. It gets so soggy. Yes. Yeah, before it melts all your sugar off too. Oh, you know what? It's really good, but also gets really soggy really fast. Fruity pebbles. Ooh, yeah. See, I never ate a lot of the fruity cereals. Mm, see, that was all me. A fruit cake. Oh, I love Honey Bunches of Oats, too. Oh, okay. You know what? If we are talking not related to anything about this podcast, dude, the way we could have a whole cereal podcast, <laughs> Honey Bunches of Oats, the like vanilla with almond or something yeah. like that. Mm. The extra crunch with the, one. With the, with the clusters. Are you going to throw up? No, I just got really excited. <laughs> with yeah. the, like, my favorite part of those like, yeah. big clusters of like... I don't it's even, like the extra crunch. I don't know. Yeah, but, it's yeah. something. Is it like... I don't even know. That's, it's like granola. Sorry, yeah. it's granola. Yeah. It's delicious. Um, I love that shit. So we're in this grocery store. We're walking around. She is trying to get, you know, groceries. It's a pretty normal day, even though their lives are not normal because yeah. they're, they're on, on the, the run. run. Yeah. And the guy who I said is weird is this dude who's probably a PI and he's like walking around, like giving her looks. He's staring her in the eye and he takes a picture of he's her at one point. being so obvious. obvious. Yeah. Very much. I think Which, it will. And I think that's probably from the dad. He's like, I want you to intimidate her, you know? Oh, yeah, probably. Because he's an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Because whenever he walks by and takes, there's ways to take photos of people. Especially without if you're a PI. 
obvious. Yeah. And yeah. he's just like holding up his phone as he literally Walks passes by, her. Takes a picture of her. And I was like, yo, mm-hmm. you are not fooling anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when she tells it's so him. so creepy. I've mm-hmm. been, I've been like. Stock like that before? In the, in the grocery store. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. It was one time at night at like, I had got done teaching and I was mm-hmm. at HEB and it was really, really late. And I kept running into this guy. Yeah. On the aisles. And at first I thought it was just weird coincidence, but then it was every aisle and he was like staring at me and he would like stop whenever I'd get near him. And then so I'd like walk past. So then I went to the opposite side of the store. Mm-hmm. I went to the produce because I was like, okay, I just need to, I'm going to, you know, not I shop don't even in need order. This. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm just going to go over here. And then he showed up and he was there and I was like, uh, and I weird. should have asked someone to escort me to my car, but I panicked and called my mom instead. And was like, mom, stay on the phone with me till I get to my car. Yeah. Did he come out at the same time as you as well? Uh, I don't know. I was like mm. running to the car. <laughs> I was scared because <laughs> it was really late at night. Yeah. And I was scared when I got home too You're for a, a young while. Woman. The yeah. world is tough out there for ladies, man. It is. Mm-hmm. And uh, guys be creepy. I got to have a rutabaga word now, Yeah, which be- means run. Run. Yeah. So a little secret, I guess, code word for there's an emergency we got to get out of here she's taught him she says boys what does it mean when i say rutabaga they're like run um and he um yeah so they end up leaving obviously in a hurry the dude tries to chase after them but she like tells the security officer one that man tried to touch one of my boys mm-hmm. so and the dude's like hold up and so it was a good lie to say yeah and um uh, they get into the vehicle. They rush off. We end up getting to their house where we see that they live in like a house with the church bar or anything next to it. And as they're all going inside, Dylan very clearly does not want to go inside this house. Yeah. And he's, he's looking at the like church bar and all uh-huh. weird. He's just kind of standing there. He looks very distant already. Yeah. He seems he's, clearly troubled. There's something going on in his mind. He's not. Yeah. Like you said, present. And so he um, after that. And she's just like, come inside. So they end up going inside. We get, we go back to deputy so-and-so who we see now his basically version of what Ellison Oswalt had, his little, um, what are those things? Like investigation boards where yeah, everything's tied. With all the with red the, string. Mm. And we're seeing it. Yes. It was a nice transition. It transitions from the shot of the house that they were just in, the boys and the mom. And then it goes towards this like newspaper printing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Of the same house. So we know like, oh shit, they're in one of the houses. Yeah. Um, and it was the uh, Jacob's property mm-hmm. and it had been vacant until their family now. So that's why it had never come into play with like another murder happening. Yeah. Um, because no one had it's lived there nobody, yet. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then we also, this is where we get that the Oswald murder house had burned up and mm-hmm. you can kind of, I mean, Put two I feel and like two anything with half a brain should be like, oh, okay. Deputy so and so is burning them, mm-hmm. and we get a whole confession like, later. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Under, it says under like arson. suspicion of arson is mm-hmm. what it is, and so it's like, ooh, we know who doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now a word from our sponsors. From the host of the popular podcast, the only one in the room. Stash by Laura Cathcart Robbins is a propulsive and vivid memoir about the journey to sobriety and self-love amidst addiction, privilege, racism, and self-sabotage. Best-selling author Holly Whitaker calls it an irresistibly delicious story. And MacArthur Foundation fellow and best-selling author Kiese Lehman says Stash is emotionally riveting. Buy Stash by Laura Cathcart Robbins now wherever books are sold. As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better... 
Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy. Available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, so yeah, they're living in this house that, like we said, it's cursed by Bagul. Bagul. So now this kind of explains, of course, what we're doing here in this movie. Mm-hmm. But also, um, yeah, just everything that's been happening. And now we're just like, oh, shit. Well, this family's in for it. Goodbye, family. Yep. And we, at this point, have now flashed back to our mom yep. painting a chair. She apparently does antique restoration, as we mm-hmm. find out later. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is, you know, staining a wooden chair or something like that. And we hear this metal, like, clanging. Clanking, yeah. From somewhere it. behind the altar, the and, pew or what? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and What's so the of, stage. Uh, yeah, the stage, the Where altar. It's an altar. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The the pew the and the pulpit is what your people pulpit stand at. Pulpit was the word mm-hmm. I was trying to think yeah. of. Um, I wouldn't go investigate that. I'm sorry. Like yeah. hard, hard pass. No, to same. hearing that sound, I'd be like. And, uh, and that's what I was just about to say. And just like her name's Courtney, someone in a movie. There we go. Courtney in a scary movie. She goes to investigate and it's very dark in there as well. Actually, I loved it. It was this so the fun one time seeing her in this film. What is she from? I um, never think I've seen her before. She was in 40 Days and 40 Nights. She's never the seen main. Yeah. Oh, I know I've talked about gotcha. that. On this yeah, film. with Josh Hartnett, right? Yes. <clears throat> and then I also love her because she is the main love interest in A Night's Tell with Heath Ledger. She's gotcha. the. She's the queen. She's apparently in one missed call as well. Oh, I did watch that a long ass time ago. I loved that. Well, I didn't love it. That face, but that face used to scare the fuck out of me when I was a kid. I mean, it scared the shit out of me whenever I was younger. Mm -hmm. And I remember, oh yeah, that's right. She was also in the holiday. Um, But we, I remember we saw it with, I guess I can save that for if we are ever gonna. Look, she's in some film called High Holiday. And it's a Christmas tree made of weed. Like it, fun. Anyways, um, and but so, her name's Courtney, in this. Mm-hmm, and she's investigating, um, which doesn't really come out to be much. Um, but we do have Dylan entering the church. His name is literally deputy listed. It's just deputy, deputy. yeah. Jane James Ransone, deputy so and so, according to like, IMDb. IMDb. Yep, just deputy. <laughs> and Dylan walks in, and from the get from the jump, well, she just sees him in there. We don't see him walk in. But he's just standing there and he's looking at the floor. And you yeah. can tell he sees something that we're not seeing. And mm-hmm. she's just like, it's just an old building. Like, it's okay. Like, everything's chill. And then he's, we can clearly see at this point that Dylan, um, and I don't even know, maybe this is all just because of like the influence of the children or Bagul, but do you think he's clairvoyant or he's just being manipulated by these spirits? I think he's being manipulated by oh, them. Okay. I think they're showing him what? these visions. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. To try and. Well, as we find out later, it was never really their plan to have him because clearly I feel like I would have gone for Zach, too, if I was them, because he yeah. seems a little bit more like the dickhole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's is really okay is. to say about a 10 year old kid. He is. No, he's an ass. <laughs> um, um, look how he spelled Clary Boyant at the very top. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't know how to spell it. Claire, like, I think it's like Claire C-L-A- Boyant. I-R-E-V-O-Y-A-N-T. And then, you know, like when you're trying to spell something on your phone that you don't know and even your phone's like not figuring yeah, it out. I and I'm that. like, fuck. There was a word the other day I was trying to do and I was like, you know what? I, I give up. I'm going to use a different word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> change it all around because I was like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, um, yeah. And so we we have that happening. Uh, also, she's, she's the blood. She said... Go make dinner for the family. Yeah. I was like, why the fuck are you letting 10-year-old kids cook dinner for y'all? 
Girl, I she's mean, got. I don't know. I could cook then. I mean, honestly, it seems like she's got a lot of problems. Yeah. Um. So she's like, I don't want to focus on this dinner. Um. And so I put, who is this little peasant boy on my thing? I guess another boy or a kid pops up at this point. Um, oh, and yeah, oh, he sells visions shows him the, of blood. Yeah, he's so he sees the visions of blood in the church because we'll find out later something bad happened in that church, and then also. The little peasant boy, I think, is the redhead one. Ah, uh, And yeah. he get, brings out, like, the record player in the movie thing, the phonographs on it, or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yeah, because at this point now, Dylan's gone back inside. We've seen mm-hmm. Zach talking to the mom, to Courtney, about saying, like, I'm worried about Dylan. He doesn't seem okay. Yeah. yeah. And then we see Dylan talking to Milo yet again. So Milo's who popped up next to him. Mm-hmm. And then I, I even noted here, I said, Milo looks like remarkably normal. Yeah. Uh, compared to the, compared to the kids we got in the last film. Yeah. Um, which I also like, didn't, I just, they could have done anything. And I guess I just didn't like it because I yeah. didn't like when the kids were too done up, but I also don't like that. He looks normal just the kids in general, <laughs> but yes, he's in here. He looks like a little altar boy as well. Yeah. And he's he, very like his hair is, and proper, you know, very slick to the side. His Sunday best. Yes, yes. He is in his Sunday best. He's got like his collar on over his little under his sweater vest, mm-hmm. you know, collared shirt and pants probably tucked. It in. looks like he goes to like a preparatory school. Yes. And he is pulling out a phonograph and like a, uh, like a, a gramophone video. Gramma- yeah, it's so weird. Attached to it. Mm-hmm. It's like all in one kind of contraption. And it's basically playing music and then they want him to watch a film. And they pick, um, I think fishing Ted, because Ted is like, this one's mine. Yep, and, it's and it's called it's Fishing Ted's. Trip. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And we do get to see. <laughs> <laughs> this f- one was so silly yeah it really was because we see did it even have them like doing normal things at first yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it did it Just had like them the fishing and yeah. then kind of sitting on their but porch it was and very we see fast them eating yeah mm-hmm. it very quick little flashes of it and then they're all then we flash to his family suspended above the water yeah tied from a tree hanging over and um it's very like plastic potato sacked head potato sacked head yeah little crocs come to get them literally alligators jump out of the water and start like devouring their heads yep it's pretty <laughs> yeah what a way to go just having yeah. your head ripped like not on and then ripped from your body yeah <clears throat> and then also hearing it happen to the so, people like, next, next to you. you and you yeah yeah and i'm sure at that like where they live like they had to know like oh shit that's a crock mm-hmm. it's eating something and so um yeah we we have that whole little fishing trip happening and then dylan obviously like at the right at the end before it even cuts off he's just like Ugh, i don't want to watch anymore like and they i want to grab his little face and I turn yeah, it towards they make the him, screen they make him see it um yep. and they want him to watch another one because they're like you got to watch all of them and he's like I don't want to watch another one tonight. Like I'm done. Um, so he ends up. And okay, sorry. They really leaned into the shh mm-hmm. in this one too. Yeah, it was almost like the. In but at the Halloween. End, yeah, oh, I see what you mean. Evil dies tonight. When in the other one, um, sh- was like kind of saved for like at those times whenever like at the end of like whenever the kids did what they did and they would go Shh, you know yeah. it's like you said overplay because now it's just like well this means nothing now because yeah. they're just saying that whatever they just keep, it keeps happening mm-hmm. and it's like okay we got it obviously yeah they need to keep quiet about this <laughs> 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 
That's what it gives me. Um, and so they are, um, we then, I think we just cut to um, Deputy So-and-so arriving the next Showing day. Showing up li- literally, literally. Yeah, to this barn <laughs> and everything with like literally a gasoline tank and like he's about to burn this hoe down. In the middle of the fucking oh, day. Oh yeah, he does, there's no covert, like he's just like, it's me, we I'm gonna do burn it. burn this place to the ground. But of course, there's people living there. So as soon as he wants to like try to do that, we have Courtney running out and she's just like not having it. She's, she's like, you com- are not taking them. Yeah, and obviously there's miscommunication and confusion because she thinks he's private eye there to take the kids because yeah, he, he even says i'm he, like a private I'm eye a PI. Yeah. And, and she's just like i don't care how much he paid you like please don't do this like whatever whatever and he's just like or because he's he seems very reasonable and she seems she actually says well you seem very reasonable can we like make you some tea and we can talk about this and he's just like please because i feel like there's a major miscommunication yeah you were something is clearly we're on, we're on different on pages the, yeah yeah and, and so, so they talk about it. They go inside. He's like, do you know about Oswald? And she's like, yeah, that's so sad what happened mm-hmm, to the whole family. And she's saying, wait, do you think like this house is connected to that? And he's like, I, I do. And that's why I'm here. Yeah. And so he asked ignore the fucking gas too, tank. <laughs> like, do you know what happened here? Yeah. And stuff as well. And she was like, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. And explains how they got on the property, that it was one of her friends and whose father owns the property. Yeah. Of course, it's been vacant, but they allowed her to stay there because they're, you know, hiding yeah. essentially. So nobody the, knows the they're there. Still listed yeah. as well. So it seems as if no one lives there, um, but yeah. they're actually there. But they're still paying electric bills because Robert did make a point. He's like, if it's been vacant for all these years, why is there like electricity and like all this? Like everything's working. Maybe just running to water, keep it functioning, and like to not have the stuff rot away. Maybe probably. Just keeping general, like, because when you completely abandon a building and take everything, you don't, like, use the pipes and stuff. They rust and get all bad. Yeah. So. That's what I was wondering. So I was just like, huh, but okay. Probably just we're gonna, for general upkeep. We're going to ignore this for also, the sake of the movie. it's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> and so there, um, and I think probably, you know what, and that's the sake of this. It's like, I read somewhere else, or I was listening to an interview from a director about another movie where they were like, oh, it's Scream. I was listening to, like, one of the special extra whatever and they were talking about how you know the scream actors who are in the actual ghost facing like it's not the actual people who are the killers in the movie like because these are like they're obviously stunt people because of what they do and they're different sizes they're bigger than them yeah and um and so i think there was a lot of like um because of the last one scream five they were like how was amber like doing all this how was she fucking lifting people and throwing people around and killing them Mm -hmm. you know because she looks so little and we even talked about that yeah and so they were just like we know we were like if people are asking those questions though like we're not doing a good job Mm -hmm. enough to keep you in like this is a movie yeah (laughs) and so like this is what i'm feeling right now man this movie was kind of lacking for me to where i'm thinking about like well how do they even have fucking electricity yeah (laughs) um but they're talking about all that investigation and then at night the mom is talking to the kids and i think that's whenever they're even like mom we know what happened here everybody knows yeah or something like that and deputy so-and-so has left because she said you don't want to creep around a murder scene in the dark and he's like no No, i I don't Mm -hmm. he says i'll be back tomorrow mm-hmm. um and this is where i finally got her courtney is her name is what yeah. i put um, and also too, the kids being like everybody knows what happened here i'm like aren't y'all on the run and hiding who the fuck are y'all talking to i know i i was sitting in there trying to think i said these <gasps> kids aren't in school yeah are like they? that's what i thought they're i was not like they're going not to school like, who would tell them because otherwise the dad could just come take them from school that's true and I there's don't know. a lot of wrong going on here but maybe, maybe it's summertime yeah it 
was. It could be summertime. It's kind of warm. Also, um, too, I guess it's just happening. To, it's coming from the kids, the ghost kids telling them, I guess. Yeah, but, that's true. But but still. as a mom, I would have been like, well, who the fuck are you talking Literally, to? Literally, because I was like, well, You're how under the my fuck would you know all like the time? 24-7. Yeah. yeah. Who, who are you talking to? <laughs> and so um, that's whenever we cut back to Deputy So-and-so at his motel. <laughs> Wait. Oh. Can we talk about how... Whenever she's talking to the boys, like Zach's like saying, oh, I know too. And then whenever they start fighting, Zach's immediate reaction was to uh, full on choke Dylan. Yeah. He's They're very brushing violent. their teeth. And then he was just like, yeah. I was like, yo, you didn't like, you didn't even try like a little punch on the <clears throat> arm first. You went straight for the throat. Like yeah. what the hell? Unfortunately, I think that, and that's probably due to like what he's grown up knowing from his father. Yeah. And, oh, you know what I mean? So like, true. so he. Oh, that's so sad subconsciously probably he's literally becoming his dad and yeah. taking it out on Dylan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and Dylan allows it because his dad has already conditioned him to make him think that he's weak, yep. you know? And so, Oh man. When especially his pants on the oh, porch. I was like, yeah. So sad. And like whenever they're eating the family dinner at the end, when they're back with oh, that, oh, I was pissed. The potatoes in his I, face. I've never, like when you get pissed at people, you're like, Oh, mm. this is a fake character, but I'm so, I hate you. Um, I've had and a, you feel bad for him a yeah. little for Dylan. I've, I've been in a situation like that oh, before. I'm sorry. Where like someone was trying to force feed you mashed potatoes, but just trying to like very clearly making me do something I like I wasn't wanting to do to yeah. do. It was like a somewhat rudimentary task. Like, yeah, it wasn't like, yeah, but anything. Yeah. People just yeah. suck. And so I, I felt really, you felt really it. sad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And Poor yeah, babies. the there all that happens. Um, but yes, we are back with deputy. We're back so. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, deputy so and so is at his motel, and that's whenever he's doing more investigations, investigating. And uh, we have him uh, looking at his computer screen, and I guess it, it just like haywires. The haywires, like Bagul takes over it. Well, not yeah, because he sees Bagul's reflection as if he's standing behind him. Yeah, because the computer like, shut off. Mm-hmm, and so he's, exactly. we've got that black blank screen because mm-hmm. it basically, like, what was the last thing? Was it that symbol mm-hmm. that flashed on the screen? And the like red symbol and, and white, then went yeah. dead. Um, and yeah, we see Boogie <clears throat> behind him in the He sees it as well, Deputy door so-and-so. frame. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's getting closer, no? Yeah, Yeah, it is. every time he looks at it. And then, ooh, it was so creepy whenever his face was then, like, right up on it right up on the screen yeah <laughs> and then he like deputy so obviously freaks out um and, and then the computer just comes back on mm-hmm. yeah and that's when we cut back i think to the boys as well the little boy uh dylan is having another nightmare mm-hmm. um and it obviously wakes him up so the tactic is here is that he can't sleep at night because these ghost children or essentially is like implanting nightmares yeah, in his head they're plaguing him so like- he just can't sleep so of course if he can't sleep they then take him to the basement where they're just like, well, we're going to watch this movie. Yeah. Milo's like, well, since you're up, uh-huh. let's come watch some more. And then we get Christmas morning whenever Dylan says like, well, no, uh, mm. Milo says, well, I'll just show you in your dreams then. Yeah. Exactly. And so that's he was like, it's either get, here or yeah. Yeah. That it's going to be one way or the other. You're going to get this. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I think we're in, we're having the dream though first before Christmas morning about mm. seeing Dylan is the one who set the scarecrow fire. Oh yeah. We start seeing that it is from his like perspective, first person POV. POV. Um, and then, so then I've, okay. So I was confused because with the three people that it showed there as well on the, Mm -hmm. on the little scarecrow (laughs) cross things. Yep. Um, I I thought that meant so-and-so. Was gonna oh, be there. gotcha. I, I forgot I mean, that, yeah. about the dad coming mm-hmm. and finding them. Yeah. Um, because again, I'd only seen this once. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, is deputy so and so gonna yeah. because clearly Bagul was 
targeting so and so because he's trying to stop him yeah yeah and so i was like oh no it's gonna be zach so and so and courtney Mm -hmm. up there and so that must be who we saw burn but um it wasn't but then yes the christmas morning one yes yes he goes down and boogie's watching him walk down to the basement basically Mm -hmm. and then emma is the christmas morning girl gotcha emma says the movies make the dreams go away Mm -hmm. once you watch them all you'll never have a bad dream again what a fucking liar and so we have um dude hers is brutal yeah i actually didn't mind her acting Mm -hmm. i thought she wasn't that bad she seemed like because she was just normal enough to where it was like yeah something you look like something is snapped Mm -hmm. in you and you're just you're not trying to she wasn't like ted who was like constantly like looking overacting yeah Yeah. under he had his head tucked and he was like looking up from under the tops of his eyelids you Mm -hmm. know and just looked very over the top yeah And she just looked creepy. And uh, we get to see that she's hanging, like, it's a Christmas. They're hanging up ornaments. They're, like, doing stuff around the tree. Opening. Opening presents. um, You know, very Christmas morning things. And then it turns to nighttime where we go outside and we see that these family members are getting buried in the snow. Mm -hmm. And and they're in, like, little to no clothing. Oh, yeah. Or just, you know, very... Mm -hmm. Things that you would wear inside your house. Yeah. Never outside in the snow. No coats. No thick coats or anything. And yeah. they just are bound. They're tied up. And she starts burying them alive in the snow, but only leaving their head popped out of it. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, they they look pretty dead. They're icicles. They except for we do get like one little like eye movement. Looking. From the mom, mm-hmm. I think is mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah. They're, oh, their limbs looked so purple. And yeah. the blistering on their face from the wind, it was... It was pretty rough. It was pretty brutal. Yeah. I wouldn't, that would, I hate the cold. So that would be the worst way to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would watch, they should come out with that one for a Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. I would watch that. That's true. Yeah. Like Christmas. A very sinister murder. Christmas. Yes. Come mm. on. A Hit us very up. sinister Christmas. Um, and so they're dead. And then uh, once we again, Dylan, we get some royalties on that. Thing. For real. We have Dylan, um, being like, <laughs> I don't want to watch anymore. No more movies. Good night, Milo. Like good. Because Milo is being very forceful. He's like, you got to watch more. And he's like, good night, Milo. I'm going to bed. Yeah. And then that's whenever <clears throat> we have, uh, the next day, I think even, um, it's switching because we have the boys, I think about to go outside and Dylan's looking outside of the like glass door and he sees the ghost kids outside. Mm-hmm. And then we have in broad daylight too. In broad so daylight, yeah. We're getting that this is happening at all times. At all times, so you're not, not safe just, just because it's daytime. And uh, Zach is being an asshole because he's just like, I can see them too. You're not the I only can see one. Them too, you know, you're and, not special. Yeah, and he calls him a pussy. Yeah. Um. And that's whenever we do see that so and so has come back it's the next day, and he's in the church, and he's looking around, he's investigating, and he hears a sound. He goes to a hallway, and that's whenever he sees like a little metal bowl moving around. He's like, "What is that?" Pulls out his gun and everything, and then he goes to move it, right? Or he throws something to, to um make the bowl turn over, and that's whenever we see that it's a it's a rat, a yeah. really dirty, nasty looking rat. It's Just a big a ass rat. rat. It looked like a nutria. It was so big. If I wonder if it was one of the rats that mm-hmm. you know, yeah, probably ate them. Mm-hmm. It looked the way it was like wet, like the other ones were, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like that, red and <clears throat> bloodied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because at this point, Courtney's kind of in there with him, or was at first, and she was like, "How were they killed?" And he says, "You know, you don't want to know." Yeah, and we're getting flashes of kind of the original murder that happened there in with pieces, the family, yeah. like in that sort of diagram. I guess it was just a circle. I wasn't was, sure what yeah. it was at first. Um. <clears throat> But then once we see the rat, 
there he looks behind him. Oh, I think before that, I'm sorry, I did skip over. He was seeing the shadow kids, right? Or yeah. is that well, right now? I think now? that's what happened. Gotcha. Right now. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Um, and so after just right after the right rat, after he looks rat. behind right. him and <clears throat> it there's this little kid and then he like puts down the flashlight and it's not there anymore and they're not there and then he puts it up and there's they're more closer and they're closer yeah yeah and so they're just getting nearer and nearer and then all of a sudden bam it's boogie mm-hmm. yeah Bagul. and then he finds the mark he finds the mark mm-hmm. painted on the wall behind one of the paintings asked, yeah there yeah. should be the, in every house before there is this mark uh-huh and she was like oh i haven't seen that and but mm-hmm. he, he found, found it. it it was kind of tucked away yeah and so now he's like okay now i've got for sure this is what has happened yep and then he's on the phone with the new Professor Jonas. Dr. Stromberg. Dr. Stromberg. Yes. And Dr. Stromberg. And he, it's very much even like, he's like, who are you? You're you the new Jonas? And he's like, I don't want to be. Yeah. I would hate to. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately. So that's whenever. It's um, clear that Jonas has gotten into something <clears throat> by uncovering this. Yeah. Honestly. Because now Jonas he's just dead. missing. He's missing. Yeah. yeah. No one knows what happened to him. And he says that Jonas left something behind and it could be the key to all of this. Understanding. Yeah. What is going on. And so he's basically saying like, we got to meet up and that's the introduction to that. Um, but then it switches to, um, I think Dylan's just on a porch and he's about to kill a spider. Yeah, but he couldn't but even he do couldn't, it. He can't, he couldn't take a life. I was like, sweet Dylan couldn't even kill the spider. No. He's not going to be able to kill his family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's whenever deputy so-and-so comes to talk to him. Cause he's just like kind of like a heart to heart moment, mm-hmm. he's uh, asking which is really if he sweet. Has nightmares and yeah. you know, so-and-so says like that he had nightmares too. Mm-hmm. And Dylan asks like, what do you do to stop the dreams kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Um, but then that's whenever whoop, we whoop. have the whoop, 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 the five O Johnny five O's coming in. We got the sheriffs and the we got asshole, asshole well, not the sheriff. Oh, well, yeah, you're right. As deputies coming in, but they are troopers, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something where, I mean, cause that's what he gets them on is the yeah. fact that he's uh, so not the, a sheriff yeah, because they pop up they're trying to take the kids. They're trying to like be, they're basically just trying to intimidate her to get the kids back. And then we have deputy so-and-so who obviously used to work on the force yeah. calling their bluff and being like, well, I just happen to know that if the sheriff's not here, it's because this is shady and y'all shouldn't be doing this. Because the sheriff is the only person who is allowed to do, like, kid handoffs. Because mm-hmm. that's just, like, the, the, not the legislation, the, the rule, the law, yeah. like, how and it he works. Says, and I know for a fact, like, if the sheriff's not here, it's because either he doesn't know or he doesn't want, want to, to know. know. And then also that's whenever they're like, I'm going to arrest you, you asshole. And then he's like, well, I was in a very high profile case. So mm-hmm. if you were to arrest me, I'd probably garner a lot of attention. And that's whenever that... Uh, deputy just goes back to the dad. He's like, look, we he can't do anything here. Yeah, he caught our bluff. Our hands are tied. And I don't want to lose my job. He calls him like a douche canoe. Yeah, a douche canoe. Um, yeah. And this is where Dylan had wet himself as well. Yeah. yeah so it's Dylan clear that himself. he's very afraid. Mm-hmm. Like you don't just. Of his father. Of, yeah. Yeah. You don't wet yourself like that. For nothing. Yeah. Like that's some intense fear. It is. It's losing all control of your bodily function. Yeah. You're, you're just, just so terrified. Yeah. Paralyzed. Mm-hmm. With fear. Very sad. And and uh, Deputy Sunso does see this. So I feel like that's why it comes into play later when he was like, Dylan's the one he hit, right? Mm-hmm. And so the mom was just like, yeah. Because he yeah. stays for dinner. Oh, which was also so sad. Like, how conditioned. Like, he stays, oh, he yeah. stays for dinner and, like, they're about to start eating. But he's just kind of weirded. He's like, why is everybody not eating? And she's just like. Oh, Clint always ate first. Yeah, she's like, Clint always started first. And he's like, well, I'm not, I'm not Clint. Y'all just eat. And the boys look so, like 
relieved what? that they didn't. We yeah, we can eat. We don't have to wait for you to eat. Yeah, first. And uh, he made up. He come. He came up with a really good way to make them stay mm-hmm. as well. Because oh, because she was like, "I'm gonna take the kids and leave." We're leaving, and mm-hmm. as we know, you can't. If you've lived in one of the houses where one of these murders has happened, the moment you leave, you take it with you is when you become the new target. target, So as long as you're in that house, you're technically safe. You're tormented, but you're nothing's going to happen. Exactly. Yeah. And so that was, he did a good job of getting them to stay. Cause he told her that like, if you leave now, you'll look like a flight risk and you will definitely lose your kids. kids, Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so then she was like, okay, well at least please just stay for dinner. Like stay. And And he was like, and then I think she even says like, spend the night and he's like, I'm not going to. And then Dylan's like, please spend, the night yeah yeah and so he's like oh i gotta spend the night now uh-huh so he yeah it. one sweet dylan asked him to stay and then th- he was talking with the kids about you know like he used to be a cop but he got tired of seeing people on their bad days and dylan said i think you're good at dealing with people on their bad days so i was like mm. the sweet kid mm-hmm. the sweet little baby and then we have uh courtney and deputy drinking some moonshine or something they're having yeah. drinks on the porch just talking getting to know each other well because he wakes up at first and he was observing the photos and then boogie pops out of him out out at him Mm -hmm. from the photos which was another yet another like cheap cheap, boogie scare but yeah so then he's awake and courtney like hears him and stuff so they go out and they're drinking and uh this is a very awkward encounter they're having yeah as well he he said something like i'm not their father and she said well what was i supposed to say like i wish you were yeah kind of thing and i was like and then he's going over like how he got how he lost his last police job Mm -hmm. right and how the asshole sheriff had fired him for mm -hmm. giving you know helping the oswalds and all that Mm -hmm. and so that's whenever um this is where he asked too if mm -hmm. dylan was was the the one one. who got hit yeah Mm -hmm. And I think that's whenever, for some reason, like kitchen remodel. Is she talking about a kitchen remodel? So no, oh. Milo was. Oh, being that's super one of the films. Hello, one again, and then yes, and uh, so one of the films was called Kitchen Remodel. That's right. And so this is where I was like, okay, this is so much bigger than we originally thought. Yeah, because like these are not even the same kids from the first one. This mm-hmm. is just a whole nother pile of kids. Yeah, and I'm wondering like, how does he choose which ones go to which? I don't know, but. Yes, the kitchen remodel, this kid, I don't know his name, but he has basically, you know, we get little flashes of this family in the Mm -hmm. kitchen and stuff and his parents are working on it. And then all of a sudden the room is being filled with water. Yeah. And And you're like, oh shit. They have, they're all tied up by their arms. Yeah. Like this. And they, um, he gets an electrical cord. Mm-hmm. This is also a really horrible way to die. Throws it into the water, and they're just getting electrocuted the fuck out of. Yeah, and then so much to their body is like burnt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the electricity has to leave certain exit areas out of the body, and so they just have lesions, literally, of their skin melted away yeah. from the electricity trying to escape. Oh, so yeah. it's fucking dark. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where oh zach comes down and he's yeah. seen the end of it now yeah and he wants to watch more but my uh dylan left he's like i don't want to do this so that's whenever zach's like well i want to watch and milo's like you're not good enough you don't deserve to watch these they, i was like what the hell is this like child banter this is so fucking rude yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> to one another and i was yeah. like what the hell like this is over the top so they're definitely Anyways. manipulating him as well, so you can kind of tell with what they're doing. With yeah, they're trying to make him angry so that way he wants to kill and hurt mm-hmm. his family, basically. And they do that at several different points too, yeah. even to Dylan, like saying, you know, well, your mom never did anything. 
Because mm-hmm. at one point Dylan says something like, well, my mom, what has my mom done? And they're like, nothing. That's the point. Yeah. She's and, letting you get beat. She's letting you yeah. have, yeah, all these things happen to you. And that's whenever we cut back to mom and so-and-so coming back inside and, and they're making, they're out. making out. And it's that very much like we shouldn't, but we want to. And they mm-hmm. don't. But they um, then, I think, <clears throat> end up exchanging numbers or something. Yeah, his moves are a little rusty. Next, that's right. But the next day, that's <laughs> right. He's leaving to go meet up with Dr. Stromberg. And she's like, here's my number. I, he was like, I left my number in the you know house. She's like, I know I saw. And that's whenever we end up going to Dr. Stromberg. And he's showing him. And Stromberg is like oh, hella fucking jittery. Yeah, weird. He's, he's drinking alcohol. Yeah. He immediately just sits down and like opens some scotch or something, mm-hmm. pours a drink. Which everybody in these, Oswald, him like everybody kind of tended to like heavy drinkers start leaning to the heavy drinking yeah and whenever at first so-and-so had said like no i'm okay i don't really need a drink and then he goes okay well this key thing it's called a norwegian hell call and basically then he like takes a big sip because he's like oh fuck this is gonna be serious (laughs) so he ends up showing him this 1973 ham radio and saying, talking and explaining to him how like a long time ago this transmission would or this transition has been coming on. Yeah, 70, like people from the 70s ran mm-hmm. across a strange transmission and a child's piano would play kind mm-hmm. of thing. And um, then we start hearing, hearing this number being listed off and it's 599-500-1073. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, what is that? Mm-hmm. And Stromberg says that it's coordinates. Yeah, to where a family was murdered in 1973. Yeah, and so that's whenever Stromberg starts to like explain to him that, um, you know, whenever there is a murder, all these things connected through the gold, there is some sort of like offering that is uh, like art form, a media form, like whether it be a painting or now we get like the music. sound, music, you know, video. It doesn't necessarily just have to be a film or like all that from the first movie. And that's whenever we deputy so and so, yeah, and deputy so and so puts it together because he hadn't at this point put it together. At least what Ellison Oswald had put together right before his daughter killed him. He's like, it's the kids. The mm-hmm. kids are killing the families. That's why there's always one that is missing. Because they said there are three things <clears throat> in common: always murdered family, missing child, and some sort of art or semblance. Mm-hmm. And oh, at one point, the. The kid on the transmission said, quiet, Bulgul can't hear me over your yelling, mom. Mm-hmm. And it was like, ah. that was the Norwegian translation. Yeah. yeah. And um, that's whenever he's like, it's the kids. And then the radio starts like seeing, saying his voice back to him being like, it's the kids. And he gets the kids. It's the kids. the kids. He gets the kids. And then that's whenever. Which is creepy. They turn it off. Very creepy. And then he's just like, I would destroy that. if." Or he's like, are you going to destroy that? And the dude was like, I don't know. And he's just like, I would destroy that if I destroy were you. Destroy that. Yeah. Please. Right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's whenever we go back to the house. We see the boys. I think Zach is like. He's they're beating having, the yeah, shit out of Dylan. They have, oh, that's right. And it's immediate. He just starts punching him because uh-huh. of what the other kids told Zach. Like being like. Because he's saying, tell me I'm special. Tell me I'm better than you. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously Dylan doesn't really know how to defend himself. So he's just kind of taking it. Uh, up until the ghost kids come and stand in front of him and are like, you ain't going to beat up on Dylan like that. And Zach like, gets scared and runs off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is where they're clearly planting ideas in his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zach calls his mom a cunt. Oh, yeah. After this, she goes there inside. And that's whenever she's like, why would you do this to your brother? And he's just like, mm-hmm. like, she's like, you need to say you're sorry to him. So he's just like, 
fuck you, Dylan, and fuck you, cunt. Yeah, I was like, <gasps> the Damn. way no, I forgot that ever happened. So my mouth literally dropped. I was like, <gasps> you would oh, not <laughs> literally. You did I not could, just call your mama that. Literally, I was <gasps> like, oh, his ass needs to get beat. Yep. And the way she's just like, did just like. Don't don't ever say that. And then he's. I think also she was in disbelief. I yeah. I would have been. I don't know how I would react. I would be like, what? Yeah, because then he Did ends up just. just he he storms off. Um, and that's whenever we do have. Um, I think Dylan's back at it. Right. He's yeah. getting introduced to another movie. And this is where like so and he had told one. his mom like, you know, you oh, let yeah. him hurt me. You let dad hurt me. Because like, she said she very specifically said I'll net I'll never let anybody hurt you. And he's like, well, you already have. Yeah. Yeah. And but then he's getting the nightmare of his family kind of again. Burning again. And he says, um, Milo says, you know, if we don't do this tonight, he's going to get real mad. Yep. And we get to see Sunday service. Yep. And that's Milo's film. He's like, this one's mine. It's my favorite. It's the best one. And if I would have been those other bitches, I would have been like, what the fuck you mean that's the best one, Milo? Yeah, go away. Fucking shit. Mine's the best one. Um, and so anyways, um, that's whenever. This one was pretty good, though. Dude, the <laughs> the elab- elaborate, like, setup mm-hmm. in this one, I was like, Bagul has never been more creative. Like, yeah. this little boy is a visionary on how to kill people. <laughs> um, but, yeah. It was very medieval. <clears throat> yeah. Because that is that is something that. That they used to do back then? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, Where they would, and it was like, a, that was a form of torture, was uh, yeah, applying heat and then making the rats having to burrow out because they're going to try and escape. Yeah. Even if that means eating have, through well, the so, rats. Exactly. Yeah, they don't care. They don't even know. Um, they're like, this Famica is different. Yeah. Mm. Um, and so that's when, why is the poison always bright green? I'm sorry. Oh yeah. That was kind of, well, and they're going to like, and it's we know also it's poison and heavily like, oh, like, damn. Okay. We get it. There's a poison cup with green news. Like I felt at this point, I was like, we could not see that. It's fine. Yeah. It looked, um, it looked too fake. Yeah. Like Scooby-Doo. And this one, not like the other one was a little bit more chill. It was not know. quite as like, and con- like lime yeah. green radioactive mm-hmm. like toxic waste kind of stuff and so we do see like we said these family gets killed because rats burrow through them because mm-hmm. he's applying hot stones on top of like this little metal pot that we saw earlier um that deputy zone so saw the rat in and they yeah like caitlin said like end up eating through the people and burrowing through and we do see it come and out they the come side. out and, they, and the basically the people bleed out because they just literally had a something eat through their eat through stomach yeah. yeah and so it's pretty pretty violent pretty um it's very slow yeah painful way to die mm-hmm. and very graphic so that's whenever he's just like we have just one more because also that metal's got to be burning oh shit yeah out of your stomach as yeah well. as because it's like it takes on that heat so mm-hmm. it's all like oh yeah and so that's whenever he they want to make him watch one more and um that's whenever he's like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. And I'm not going to. And he's very adamant at that point. He's just like, I'm not going to do it. And that's whenever they're like, you know what? It's fine. We've You've done what you've needed to do. We got what we needed from you. Yeah. We've been basically using you. And when, then this mm-hmm. is, they turn all crispy again. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and like to s- full creepy now. And like scare him away, essentially. Yeah. And that's when we have, um, I think, Zach, oh, Zach is down there again, right? Because yeah, he wants to see. He like bitch slaps Dylan. Yeah, something like that. I put. Oh, and Boogie's chasing Dylan now, too. Yeah. Um, it kind of, like, turns. Um, and oh, then, yeah, because Dylan's in the church. Why is he in the church? I don't I don't remember. I just remember that he's <laughs> he's in the church, and he's Boogie's, like, literally chasing Dylan down that's the right. hall. <clears throat> and 
at this and he like locks himself in a room and hides under a table and i was like boy what good is mm-hmm. what good is hiding under a table gonna do for you against with a demon this ghost yeah. and then all the kids are in the room with him and oh this okay yeah this is where they say that because then dylan's saying he's like i don't want to be like them yeah. and they said you did what you needed to do mm-hmm. and then zach is we go back into the house and zach's sitting there watching the films mm-hmm. Um, and Dylan's like, don't watch them. And he's just, that's whenever Zach bitch slaps him. Yeah. And then he's just like, I'm going to do what I want to do. Like, I'll mm-hmm. watch it. They like me now. They choose me now. You go away. Um, and that's, uh, I think we just go back to the next day after this is all happening with him watching them films now. Yeah. Uh, I, I have like, what a fucking asshole Clint is. Yeah. Uh, because we have the dad and I guess Clint is his name. He comes back. Um, okay. And yeah. he has a court order this time. And so he has, he's like, he, you know, he's going to take the kids away. And the kids are like, especially then he's just like, and, and because I think, it's someone who works for him. So apparently Clint is someone like, because the marriage power. was in the newspaper. Yeah. Too, because that's how so and so was originally looking at that whenever his uh, mm-hmm. computer haywired. Mm-hmm. And so this is a high profile guy. Mm-hmm. And apparently lots of people work for him. Yeah, and so he's this got his judge. Pockets. Mm-hmm. or whatever wrote this court order because it's someone who works for him yeah and and he was so, like you can't find anybody within five counties or something that don't work for me yeah, yeah basically know. like no matter what you do i will find, I you. Will find you and i will take These them back yeah yes and so he ultimately leaves her no option mm-hmm. uh she has to go with him because she's definitely not gonna just like let him take the kids without her because he's like well if you can come too um and essentially and she doesn't do it because like oh i love you i want to be back with you she's just a protective mother so she's like well i'm gonna go so i can at least keep eye mm-hmm. and so they end up leaving we end up having her following him and his little fucking or his big ass truck yeah and they end up at um his house which is huge so now we know like oh this is it this is the turning point because it's gonna start gonna happening happen yeah they just left they just left the house which yeah. we knew they weren't supposed to do mm-hmm. and of course we sit at the dinner table and he walks by takes her phone which yeah. was like ew. Uh, oh and then whenever he texts deputy so-and-so because deputy so-and-so tried to like get a hold of her and he's like um stop contact he t- says don't her. ever call again signed her fucking husband yeah He's um, a really gross person. He is, and yes. Because we're having dinner. Obviously, Dylan is so, like, he, he doesn't want to eat. He's not hungry. But then... Yeah, Clint how starts, could you be? Clint starts putting mashed potatoes in his face. Just, just shoving, like, shoving it in, in, his in poor him. poor little face. Trying to, like, make him force eat. Yeah. And that's whenever we have the mom finally, like, being like, stop! And she, yeah. like, makes him stop. And that's whenever he's just it's like... Good and, for you, mom. Yeah. And he and does kind of... He says sorry. To Dylan as if he's remorseful, but he's not. No. And so that's whenever we have deputy so-and-so showing up and the dad is not happy, comes out with the gun. Ew. Yeah. He starts he does. kicking he's deputy so-and-so. Yeah, he's just beating him because deputy so-and-so said like you were in danger. And I think he was like, I'm th- in danger. Like you're threatening me. Like what? Yeah. I'm in danger. No, you're in danger. And then he's like, no, get off my property while I go fuck my wife. And yeah. it was like, Ugh. literally. Um, yeah. And so after that, um, I think, I think honestly, this is where the fire alarm started going off. So my notes kind of jumped a little bit, <laughs> but I, my next note was that like, uh, so-and-so gets a text from Dylan for help. Yeah. So that is basically what happens. Yeah. We flash to basically Zach making his film. Yeah. We see Zach in the little cornfield or mm-hmm. whatever, because it clear they live on some sort of land property with owners. Yeah. Like produce yeah. or whatever clint's what like family used to be plantation owners yeah probably. yeah asshole people and so he's sitting there making his little video and then 
uh, Zach hands him yep. all drinks and mm-hmm. stuff, and but Dylan knows. Yeah, Dylan knows, and so he doesn't drink it. Well, I guess maybe he eventually does, but he ends up messaging so and so. He's like, "Help!" Yeah. Um, and that's whenever we have Deputy So and So arriving to the the the, the house. house. Again, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's he he does see that like, and they went far. They're really far into they that did. cornfield because he sees from very far like some like smoke and fire. And he's like, "Oh shit." We see them like, and it pans out too, and they're in like a skull crop circle, mm-hmm. which was kind of silly. Yeah. I was like, how did that happen? Um, but this Zach is sitting there saying, and filming the whole time, like yeah. the film's rolling, and he's saying, I'm going to be the best one yet. And then mm-hmm. we see um, Clint go up in flames. So he was mm-hmm. the third. Yeah. third person and we watch him go up in flames which i was like Woo-hoo! that's fine by me actually Yay. <laughs> and then we have deputy so-and-so this is the most funny thing ever deputy so-and-so <laughs> is driving through the cornfield homeboy straight up comes runs and runs over. over zach like just straight Boom. eats him <laughs> and it's the way at this point I was zach, like, Yo, that's still a kid <laughs> yeah right and then zach at this point though he's i don't know if it's the power of uh, Bagul, Bagul that compels him or the what power of Bagul compels, compels you. you yeah but he is super strength now so apparently he didn't die from that and he, he just, just like gets up face. yeah and he's just uh deputy so-and-so is getting dylan and courtney off of the crosses uh-huh. um and that's whenever he starts uh, chasing him with some with sort a of scythe. hooked it's scythe a scythe yeah of sorts mm-hmm. and Cypher, Cypher. was just like Wah! and yeah. then oh i did like that it was playing the same music from that first one that yes this is when it that song yeah i love that i love it too and that's the only this is the first time that they brought back any noise that was in the first one yeah i was gonna say too all of the sounds that were music that were in the home videos in this one was not as scary or like as much of like a bang as the first one yeah yeah they should have just stuck with that same yeah that song was just so unsettling yeah it really was they they it's it was amazing they shouldn't have messed with it and so um that's whenever they're running away from him but and and you go in from like them like in regular movie mode and then like seeing the POV from like the footage that Zach is taking mm-hmm. and we have him then getting so and so really bad with Got like the scythe at his hand and oh yeah they get inside the house and that's when you see deputy so and so's hand is fucked up yeah they're <laughs> and trying to cover up cover his, and bandage it up he's like it's like three fingers were gone yeah. it's like he only has his pointer and his uh thumb mm-hmm. left it looked like mm-hmm. the other three were just so Chop bad. Right off. And so that's whenever I think they do get separated. Um, Courtney is with Dylan and deputy so-and-so is like, an, he's, I don't even remember. Yeah. He was going to look for something that's right. and the kids were fucking around. Yeah. The, they're have throwing all the ghost shit. Kids. They've traveled with Zach. They're looking for all of them. They're helping him find them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And then they're just fucking with things, throwing stuff around and they're trying to terrorize them. And the, at this point, the mom is seeing all this shit, like things like the cur- like the shower curtain. That's right. Cause they're hiding in the bathroom is like mm-hmm. opening back and forth. And we have, um, like deputy so-and-so end up hiding underneath the desk in the office. But then he gets like, they, pin, the they pin him. Yeah. Golf club. Oh uh, yeah. They're just throwing anything they could at of him. Golf clubs at him. Poor deputy. So it's gotta be hella fucking heavy, but it knocks him unconscious. <laughs> yeah. Um, or at least, you know, it knocks him out for a while. Disorients like, him. Exactly. And then he gets up though and he breaks the camera mm-hmm. and he says, it's over. You're not making them a film. Yeah. And Zach is obviously like, fuck. And he goes back to the basement. He's like, please let there be another camera in here. Um, but there's not. And so since he could also, I'm like, we're at a different house now. Yeah, I know. But and, yeah. Um, 
Who knows? Maybe they had an extra one stored. Yeah. Eventually. I mean, well, I guess it's like one's the first gotta movie. be in there eventually. Well, well, one, it's like the first movie too, like that box that came up in there. And also the whole movie box in the first movie was literally like a little cardboard box. And this is like some like chest, chest, treasure yeah. chest. And so um, since he couldn't make his movie, the kids are just like, oh no. Like, it's too but late. It's you too had to late. kill them all. all. And now Bagul is going to, he's mad. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's whenever we have um, them, uh, but Ghoul ends up coming right behind um, Zach and like puts his hand over his shoulder. He's like sucking out his life force. Uh-huh. And they end up on the actual film. Like they transition and you see him like burning up. Uh-huh. And the film burns up and then the house yeah, starts and burning Yeah, Courtney and them, they all run down there just as they see him like burning up. And they're mm-hmm. like, my baby, my baby, no. Um, and but that's whenever like, Debbie sounds like, we got to go. He's gone. He's and gone. We got to go. Because the whole house is burning down. And it's because I was also, like, thinking, like, damn, she's definitely not going to get the kid Dylan now. But I'm just like, well, you know, it's house fire, so it's kind of like, like, you know, people would think it's an accident, you mm-hmm. know. But then I'm like, your husband's in the crop field, like. Burnt <laughs> to a crisp on a cross. Chris. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. This is going to, I don't. That's not going to look good for you. At all. Uh, I was wondering, too, here, because. I was wondering if the hauntings could still happen on the land mm, and not just because like it's house. the original house. Like if someone comes and rebuilds on mm, this property. That's true. And then if the haunting can still happen. But maybe not because that's why he was burning down the houses essentially anyway. I know. But what if it was all for nothing? That didn't even, didn't even work. Yeah. That, you know, that's just true. because you got rid of the vessel per se, the land itself is still cursed. Yeah. Um, and so that's but, whenever, but maybe if it doesn't have the mark still on the wall or something, it's, no, what if it no, was permanently it's like, scorched into the land. It's an old, it's yeah. like, yeah, an old. Um, and so that's whenever we do have them getting away, we have them going back to the motel because essentially he does probably want to go get a shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and as he's and in he's there, got the fucking radio. Yeah. Well, and as right. he's getting his stuff, he does the, the ham radio just appears out of nowhere on the desk okay um yeah yeah i don't it think came it, out. it wasn't there it. it was like pop yeah it was just there because he's because the desk is it like nothing there one second and he's on his bed and like getting stuff and he looks back and it's there and it says he gets the kids it gets, gets the kids, kids it gets the kids and, and then, then we hear deputy mm-hmm. deputy mm-hmm. and, and a then sing song yep and uh do we get one more scare we jump scare another yep. flash of boogie's face to end it Bagul comes Boom. out Boom. just like he did in the last one yeah which Silly. Yeah. But I mean, it's kudos camp. to them for keeping it on brand for the first one. That's some parts, yes. Even though, like, I feel like I I liked that one more than I did on the, the first, first one. one. Oh, gotcha. Because yeah. I just, at the first one, I, like, it was such a good film mm-hmm. that I was like, okay. Could but, have been done without them. Yeah. The fact that they just kept it, though, because it was the second one, and it was like, oh, this is how we ended the first one. Like We got to do it the same way. Yeah. yeah I kind of I kind of appreciate it Honoring more. the first one. Yeah. Yeah. So then I like kind of liked it more here, but all overall though I still like the first one much better. Wait, the first one too is just like there's so much story with the first one. There is so much um who uh I was trying to fix something and started to call someone calling someone. Um there's so much um story in the first one and there's like essentially with the first one too, it's just like you were on the journey of figuring out all these things with Ellison Oswald. Mm-hmm. You're just investigating, it's giving like a who done it, you know? And so in this one, they really tried to kind of like, oh, no, there's some still stuff that you didn't know. But for the most part, we knew everything. Yeah. So there's no and mystery. we didn't really get to there's like no dive scare. into the Norwegian like aspect of mm-hmm. it. It There was no, yeah, it wasn't as much of an uncovering. Yeah. 
which it's, I think helped the first one a lot. They didn't it really divulge line. any new information. Mm-hmm. Not like the first one. And yeah. I mean, I I liked the aspect of the Norwegian hell call and stuff and bringing all that in. Because then it lets us like know, again, as I said earlier, that this is clearly so much larger than we originally oh, yeah. thought. That it didn't just span back to the 60s. Like, this has been happening when for centuries. Started, yeah. Yeah. Well, because I even thought that in the first one, especially when they said it goes back to Babylonian times. Because it was like, well, the film. They didn't have no f- They didn't have no film. Then. Yeah. So yeah. how did he, like, did he jump out of cave paintings? Like, yeah. Yeah, so, probably, honestly. And I would kind of, ooh, that would be so terrifying. Can you imagine just being on a cave, like, in a cave and then seeing this little... Like Muggle. painted stick figure, like getting closer. <laughs> Not a stick figure. I want him to be a stick figure. Let's <laughs> <laughs> like, like cave away, paintings. Yeah, sure. You know, and yeah. he's far away and stuff. His little stick figure, and then maybe he gains some more mm-hmm. actual structure as he gets closer. Mm-hmm. I don't oh know. yeah, I think I a stick figure would be more terrifying. Because can you imagine True. like if the stick figure then came off the wall and it was just this like little? But that's a whole different movie. That's not a ghoul. I know, but I would love that. <laughs> Just with Pickle's face. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, that is 2015 Sinister 2, you guys. Mm-hmm. Um. How many boos? I'm going to give it boo one boo. Whoa. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, because I think about all the other things that I've given, like, twos and threes. Like, I definitely won't give it a three. Uh, no, I'm going to give it one. I'm going to give wow. it one boo. You yeah. gave Sinister a five. I know. I give Sinister <laughs> Damn, two. I, I honestly boo. wasn't expecting a one. Yeah. I was I expecting just, uh, probably about a three. No. It seemed I just, like you liked it maybe a little bit more. I I did not. No. Yeah. It wasn't like just the story of the kids and the family and like the kids being out all the time. Like It, it took me out of it. Yeah. I even seeing Bagulmore took me out of it. He seemed just more... I didn't like that the kids were showing the films too. Yeah, because in the first one they weren't. Yeah, uh, uh-uh. like, uh, he, know. yeah, Ellis and Oswald was discovering them, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't know. It's a little. It was. A big I mean, of course, down. there's a difference now that we know that it was the kids doing it because, like, mm-hmm. at first we didn't. That's true. We didn't necessarily know. We mm-hmm. had an idea that it was possibly the kids, but we weren't certain. Yeah, and so well, because it also gives you like I don't know the. He's supposed to drain their life force, but yet these kids were now, we're supposed to be, oh, now they're his henchmen. Yeah. As opposed to where in the first one, it didn't really give henchmen, and they never, like, really helped or did things. They were just more kind of, like, dead kids who happened to be killed by the spirit, and their spirits are now just like, well, we're forever here. Like, yeah. you know, we're going to run around and just, mm-hmm. yeah. Because they didn't even really, I'd say, It almost scare. seemed like they were trying to, like, un- help Ellison Yeah, they're, like, warn him. Like, what happened? This is, please help yourself, because if not, you're going to end up like us. Yeah. That's how it felt more in the first one, where these were just like, nah, we're on Team Bagul. We're here to kill people, mm-hmm. kill some bitches, make some movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Um, And I, I thought it would have been even, like, they didn't bring in little girl from... Oswalds. Mm-hmm. Why wasn't it? Would have been real cool to actually. It was have very odd that there were none of the like original kids. Yes. Yeah, and also that like they should have brought her in, and we should have seen the Oswalds film because that would have been super cool to tie that in. Yeah. That yeah. That was a very missed opportunity. Yeah. I don't understand why she wasn't there at all. Yeah. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like I feel like in the like the line of succession, like all of them should like we're gonna keep just going. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, I digress. So I give it a one. Especially because they had, I mean, I guess these people had, hadn't lived in the Oswald house um, beforehand mm-hmm. and stuff. And so I guess that was why it went back but in like, that line. But Well, that does make sense, actually, because it was all, all the ones. All those kids all that the, had yes, been killed in that line. Mm-hmm. That was that Lineage. line of 
killings. But it's a demon. Yeah. There's a spirit. I feel like there's no like. Well, and if that's the case too, they all have to have one similar origin story. Mm-hmm. It's like a family tree. That's just exactly. branching off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, I'm like, why aren't they all here? Uh-huh. Kids from like, give me a Babylonian kid. Yeah. I don't know. A Norwegian kid. Give me a Norwegian hell call kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that would be cool. But yeah. What do you give the Sinister 2? I don't know. Um, I didn't hate it. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't, it's not my favorite. I'm not going to go watch it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I glad had it was it. only an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. There, there were still some moments that I did enjoy from it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Bugul is still pretty fucking creepy. Although yeah. I wasn't, I, I did, and I did like, like the rat death. That's the true. Sunday service, that was cool. The croc death I thought was a little cheesy. Camp. Comical. Yeah. Camp. <laughs> I was like, what Especially, the hell? Especially, like, there's a lot of moments in this movie where it was camp. Especially yeah. when so-and-so ran over Zach. <laughs> I busted out laughing. I did too. I was like, what the fuck? Literally. Um, <clears throat> I'll, I'll probably give it like a two. A two? Yeah. For Sinister Two. A two for Sinister Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It it wasn't terrible. I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it again. And it definitely doesn't hold a candle I wouldn't to the recommend, first one. Like, if I were to tell people, like, okay, y'all go watch Sinister, but you know, you don't have to watch the second one. You don't, don't really watch. have to watch the second one. Yeah. Yeah, it might give you more of an appreciation. Yeah. Uh-huh. Kind of like Grave Encounters. Or um, Houses October Built. Mm-hmm. Like, if we had known, if we didn't know yeah. if they survived, Houses October Built would have been... A thousand like, times better. Yeah. Yeah, but the fact and save that for great they encounters. had to carry it on, it's like, why? Why Money. touch something? Don't fix something yeah. that's not broken. They want to just leave it alone. Money grab. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, a two and a, a two. one. So mm-hmm. 1.5. 1.5. Yeah. yeah. 1.5 from your booze. For Sinister 2. And next week, we're going to be covering, in honor <laughs> of uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. We're going to be covering the thanks killing. Thanks killing. This was a listener this, request. Yeah. And it's going to be, I, I think I've seen stuff about it before. It's pretty campy. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's one of, it's like Sharknado. Yeah. Like, this shit's supposed to be funny. We're here for a good, a good time. A good laugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good Comical laugh. horror film mm-hmm. slasher. Like what the cover says. Gobble, gobble motherfucker. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I'm so, so we're excited. Ready. <laughs> so that'll be a fun listen yeah. uh, for us as we go into the Thanksgiving week next week. Um, Do you like Thanksgiving? Um, it's never been like, I feel like some people really love it. Uh, I'm more of like a Halloween, Christmas type of person. Yeah. Thanksgiving for me was never really I don't give like, two shits about Thanksgiving. Yeah. I, never, I mean, I don't like the food. Well, just because I get sick. I like eating. Or I got sick. I had that stomach bug. Mm, that's so right. I don't eat it. It kind of ruined it for you. Yeah. But I still like yeah. mac and cheese. Yeah. Big old mac and cheese, rolls, rolls, all the bread. Mm, um, and some, my favorite is the turkey. Well, not my favorite, but I do love the stuffing that's in the turkey ah. with like the gravy, brown yeah. gravy. See, Ooh, stuffing so I still good. can't do. Oh, really? Because mm. that was like, I think one of the big things. That I makes you sick. <laughs> so uh, yeah. I think I'm and having eggplant parmesan. There's somebody way to like cook a turkey too. There is. Fry it. You can bake it. You I'd be so afraid to fry a turkey based it. on how many people like blow up their homes. <laughs> like, nah, fuck that. Yeah. Hard pass. I am excited though. I do always enjoy watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Hmm. And one day I'd like to go see that in person. Yeah. But um, yeah. And then we're gonna have Friendsgiving. Yeah, That'll so be that's fun. always fun. Aw. A year what? ago today, we had posted about our film uh, and our great love of Ratma. 
Oh, Ratma. All hell Ratma. All hell Ratma. Ratma popped up in my uh, mm. time hop today, and I was like, oh, Good time. Ratma. Good time to Ratma. Love you. That was when that came out, was it? Around VHS? Uh, around Thanksgiving? Yeah. Well, I guess, sense. I think we had already covered it, mm -hmm. and then we had just, we had posted gotcha. about all the found footage, because we had, like, covered the Blair Witch, and we had covered that's a kind of little slew of, mm. I can't believe it's already found been a footage. year, though. Yeah, that's crazy. Love Ratma. Love all hell Ratma. All hell Ratma. Um, and on that note, <laughs> once again, we're in the lovely Rogue Media Network studios where they take such a good care of us. That's right. And you can listen to us and all of the other wonderful podcasts on this network, which is roguemedianetwork.com. Yeah. On that website mm -hmm. or on any of the slew of podcasting platforms that exist. Biggest two being Apple and Spotify. Mm -hmm. But wherever you do listen, don't forget to rate, review, like and subscribe on Spotify. We finally hit enough likes to have our number show. Yay! I know. I uh, you know what's so funny is uh, a few weeks ago I switched over. Uh, I quit Spotify, so I switched to Apple Music, and so now I'm just using Apple Podcasts for yeah. the most part. Um, so yeah, I hadn't I hadn't seen that because I've been listening on Apple Podcasts. Uh -huh. Yeah, we've um, which I need to few, do we, both. But we have a four point nine. <gasps> yeah, I was like, no, but I was like, who the fuck wrecked our? Right. Someone gave us a <laughs> like something what? I mean, it doesn't take that much. It doesn't. I, don't, no. I think there's if only it was like all fives. ten ratings. Yeah. 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 It says four point nine out of ten. But that's great. So that's exciting thank you. that we've Please, got you guys. We love it. It makes our some day. Some there. So thank you. Mm -hmm. um, but you can also so you can listen to us there. Rate, review, like, subscribe. Mm -hmm. Like we said, um, and then you can reach out to us. Let us know if if there's a Christmas movie in yeah. particular that you want covered. Um, or another Thanksgiving one you think we should cover sometime in the future. Mm -hmm. Or just um, any film. Yeah. Any mm -hmm. film at all. Let us know. Slide into our DMs. Yep. And that is on Instagram. And you can do that at. Boo Bays Podcast. And that's B-O-O-B-A-E-S. Because we're your Boo Bays, not your Boo Babes. That's right. Yes. And until next time, you guys. Bye, babe. Bye, babes. has been a Rogue Media Podcast.